Hello everybody, welcome back to the G Show. This is your host Garrett here. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the 2022 excuse me, NBA playoffs. Now the NBA playoffs are coming closer to an end than the beginning. They're right now battling out in the divisional round uh, in the East. They have the Boston Celtics versus the Milwaukee Bucks who are currently tied and have a Game 7 today. It's currently Sunday, May 15th at 11.17 p.m. Eastern Time in America. So they have a game coming up at 3.30. And also the Warriors and Mavericks have a game today. So the two games are split series and two games today will decide who goes to the conference championship. Um, which is already the other side of things for the East is the Miami Heat defeated the 76ers two nights ago. And the Golden State Warriors eliminated the Memphis Grizzlies two nights ago. So it's been really exciting playoffs. A lot of good games have happened. A lot of good ma- uh, magic and action has happened. Uh, it's been very exciting. And as a Celtics fan, I'm very happy to see that the Celtics are obviously in the playoffs right now. Big game today, obviously, coming in an elimination game. But if you just want to just appreciate some of the, the mar- athletic marvels that you see in the game, the guys that really have incredible bodies and have incredible strength and incredible athleticism to play the game of basketball. I mean, uh, Giannis, seven foot, you know, super athletic, long, rangy, uh, his dunk on anybody, should get should work on that jumper he has. You know, he's an incredible, incredible player. That's why they call him the Greek freak. Uh, guys like Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown for the Celtics, amazing forwards, beautiful shots, they, they a beautiful stroke, you know, they make good shots. Spread the defenders out, make them guess, make them think, make good quick decisions, make good passes, get teammates open, uh, you know, g- giving people other opportunities, spread the ball around a lot. You know, that makes the Celtics really, really potent in that amazing defense the Celtics have. It's been a huge factor. You know, you just look at other guys in the playoffs, like Curry, obviously, everyone knows Steph Curry, uh, just amazing shooter. Clay Thompson is the number two guy, also a really good shooter, deadly combo there at guard. Uh, and then you go over to the Miami Heat right now, and they just have a really deep team. Spread the ball out a lot and make people think and miss. And, you know, Butler, Adebayo, and Hero are the big three there. And, you know, I've got a good forward-center combo with a good guard that comes off the bench. I mean, it's a really solid tandem there in Miami. And you got Memphis, unfortunately, who just lost. Now lost Jaw there late in the series, but... Uh, you know, just a really competitive Grizzlies team who had a lot of fire under them this year and a lot of passion. Uh, they came to play. Uh, ja really exploded this year, and he looks very deadly, and it looks like a very bright future for Ja. Uh, you know, Jaron Jackson with him, and uh, Matt, um, Stephen Adams, excuse me, not Matt Adams. Uh, you know, just looks a really good young core there in Memphis, and uh, Dylan Brooks there too, and you look at uh, you know, just the uh, 76ers, they just lost. They, uh, you know, with the Harden and Bead combo there, that's pretty deadly. There's a lot of good team. Every team has made it this far. It's been a really solid team. They have really good players. Uh, and, you know, you just you just marvel at them. You know, you, you don't see 6'8", six, 6'9", six, guys. Um, just, you know, going your local, you just don't see it. So when you see these guys playing basketball, you're like, whoa. Like, it's crazy how big and how strong and how athletic these guys really are. And it's incredible to watch. But I wanted to, you know, I just wanted to talk about the playoffs so far. So obviously, like I said, um, on May 10th, which is three days ago, um, 
they had uh, the Eastern Conference Game 5, which was the Sixers and Heat and the Mavericks and Suns. Uh, Sixers lost that game, um, putting down 3-2, and uh, the Mavericks also, they won that game, I think. Excuse me, guys, I'm sorry. I, to be honest, I haven't really been ten- paying attention to the West. I'm, I'm a diehard Sixers, I'm a Celtics fan, so I haven't really been paying attention to the West. So I know the Sixers won, I meant lost, Jesus. You can tell it's been a while. Sixers lost, excuse me, uh, to the Heat. And I believe the Suns won. I'm pretty sure. Um, could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they won. Sound like a horrible, horrible podcast. Episode. But anyway, like I was saying, um, the star for the Sixers in this series so far, well, like wh- who was the star, um, was definitely Harden. I, th- I think, I mean, his work ethic wasn't there this series, and I think that's why the Sixers lost. The heart wasn't there. Um, just expected to come in and take care of business because of how good Harden is and how good uh, Joel Embiid was and is. Uh, probably got snubbed for MVP, but just, you know, you got two guys there who are all pros, you know, top 10 guys, um, you know, came in, I think, Harden more than Embiid, just figured, hey, this is easy. Um, it's going to come in, do our thing, and take care of business but they just didn't do their thing they just wasn't hustle there wasn't ambition it just seemed like they were just kind of jogging up and down and you know B got hurt in the face I mean it, you know that sucks and it hurts obviously uh the Sixers quite a bit but just the fact that you know you just have two guys that this you're used to dominating and coming in and this being disruptive and this the Heat just didn't take it I mean he were number one seed of course and that's more due to depth than individual star talent but you know this came in and you know i think the sixers got a little cocky um just expected to come in and dominate and win because they have two guys but you know you need a whole team and when your heart's not in it the team with the more heart i feel in most instances in sports always wins they some the team who wants it more i don't care who has the better talent i don't care who's a better player if you want it more than the other team and you put in the effort, and you put in the heart, chances are you're going to win that game. And you see it all the time. You see you see upsets, you know, especially March Madness stuff, because they want it more. Um, and you just see that. And, you know, when you come, you see the Sixers, unfortunately, you know, it just comes down to it. I don't think Harden was in the best mindset. still isn't since he left Brooklyn, and it hasn't been in the best shape. And, you know, B being hurt, that hurts. But you just need other guys, too, to step up and come in and, the Sixers didn't have that, and that's why they lost the series. I mean, just you could just tell by watching, you just didn't have the soul and heart that you need to win a championship. And I mean, Harden did his thing. Let's not let's not be mistaken this year. I mean, he averaged twenty two points and ten assists. I mean, that's really good. I mean, that's that's what you expect out of Harden. So it's not like he didn't do his thing. But you know, there's just something more than to the stats. There's just heart. There's hustle. There's you know playmaking ability. There's uh, reading the defense, uh, being in the right spot at the right time, being open, and a lot of those things. And I just don't think Harden, I think Harden came in like, hey, this isn't Bede's team, I understand that, but I'm also the guy. So, it, you know, it's running through me, and, you know, you, you, you try to do that, and it just doesn't work. And, uh, you know, and Bede getting hurt, obviously, pulled him out of the, the, the pain. He's going to shoot threes, he's trying to do all this, trying to be a guard at center position, and... Not saying you can't do that. It's a modern NBA, obviously, and I respect that. And B has credible talent, but at the end of the day, I mean, even when you're a monster like him, you just gotta bully people. And 
I mean, and B would have been bowling out of bio all the time, and you just you just gotta you know, just gotta find ways to get creative. And I think the Sixers got stagnant, and they lost those last two games. And I just think that there's a lot of bowling down to coaching and at work ethic and heart, and just overall will. And I just think that's the reason the Sixers lost. I mean, you look at Butler, only averaged fourteen and a half points this postseason. It's not a crazy amount, but you know, he he always plays hard, always has good defense, you know, always always plays to zero zero and he brings a lot of energy to that team and it's a younger team. Um and, you know, he does everything right. And you just need a guy like that and you just need a leader and he's definitely a leader for that team and I think the Sixers just lack voice, and I think that's one of the reasons why they lost, ultimately. And, you know, obviously, give all the credit in the world to Miami for winning that series, but if you look at that talent, in my opinion, I just think that the the Sixers, with their star power, um, just, just kind of threw it away, in my opinion, and I think that if they don't get that right, I just don't see the Sixers ever progressing. I mean, it's been a few years now, and... The Sixers still haven't figured it out. So we'll just see what happens there um, in Philly. But they end up losing and taking you out to Miami. And you look at the Suns. I mean, the Suns are a very deep team, obviously. Very good team. Um, just crazy, crazy amounts of depth. And they have good stars of Paul, Booker, Aiden. I mean, you saw them last year. They were so close to winning a championship. Uh, just fell short. But, you know, Booker this year in playoffs, averaging 26 I mean, excuse me, this season averaging 26.8 points per game, uh, you know, shooting 46% from the field and averaging five sets a game. I mean, he's a stud. We all know he's a stud. Uh, you know, Booker, Booker's been over underrated for so long and been overlooked, and he's just been doing his thing for Miami, I mean, excuse me, Phoenix, and, you know, it's got to give him the world, give him a lot of credit. Uh, definitely one of the reasons why Phoenix is on the map, and they were bad for a long time with him, but he stuck with them. Uh, didn't go anywhere and did his thing and did, you know he's been incredible for them. Uh, the Phoenix Suns are very deep, so it makes them a very deadly team. Um, when you have a team like Phoenix, you, you know they're always gonna have a star on the floor, which is huge. Uh, and you're always gonna have solid wings with Bridges and uh, Johnson, and I mean they're all, crowd. I mean you're all they're always gonna be solid perimeter players on the floor for Phoenix. So it makes them very deadly. And uh, Aiden's a really good center. So, you know, the Phoenix Suns, they they have a lot of a lot of potential. They're, they're going to be a force. There's no question. They're always a force, especially the last couple of years. And, uh, you know, this year, they're definitely, they're definitely there. They're definitely going to be... I'm going to see today what they have. But they I think they've played down to the Mavericks. I really do. And I think, I think they're going to get it back. I think this, they're going to win this, and they're going to go, and they're going to play their best ball going forward. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say they're gonna, they're gonna give Warriors a, a run for their money. I don't know if they'll win, but they're definitely gonna give them a run for their money. But I also don't want to discredit the Mavericks. I mean, Luca's been insane. I mean, he has averaged 28 points per game. Uh, you know, nine assists, 45% from the field. I mean, Donovan just carried this team. I mean, there's no question about that. Donage is an insane player, insane talent. You know, he's he's really evolved. He's been a leader. Uh, you know, he's had some issues. Brazilians getting traded away. Uh, you know, you know things like that that might disrupt the team. But he's kept it together, and that's why he's brought them all the way to 
the tied record and the series three and three. And I give a lot of credit to Luca. He's done a lot. Uh, you know, he's got Hardaway there too. He's you know he's got some he's got some decent players, but he's the guy. There's no question. And you know the team rises or dies with Luca, and they're not as deep as Phoenix, so it makes it harder for Luca and he's a lot more pressure uh, to carry this team. And it makes the Mavericks a little more one-dimensional than the Phoenix. So it makes it hard for me to think that the Mavericks pull this off. I mean, they would need an amazing, amazing game from Luka. Uh, and just overall, just the supporting unit to be there for him. So I just don't see, I just don't see Phoenix losing this game. Uh, you know, they've, they've, they've kept it close. They've, I mean, Mavericks have kept it close. They've obviously a tied uh, series. But I just, you know, Luka has to have an amazing game and, you know, it's just a lot of pressure for a 23-year-old. You know, you got to give him a supporting cast, uh, another star to bounce around with, a uh, guy to help. And this far, it hasn't found anyone to pair with Luka. And this modern NBA, you need, like, two stars. you got to have two stars. If you, you need a one and a two. If you don't have that, you're you're just one-dimensional. So I, it's just Luka has a very hard challenge today. I hope he can do it. I really do. But it's going to be very hard for him. So we'll see about to, tonight with uh, the Mavericks and the uh, Suns. But again, Luca has a very hard assignment tonight. And we'll see what he can do. And obviously, like I said earlier today, we've got the Celtics and Bucks. Um, they're in Boston, which is awesome. Uh, that's really big. Um, you know, they were shooting in Milwaukee. So I know they're not having their watch party in Milwaukee. Um, last game, you know, just Tatum. Tatum. Tatum took over. Like, there's games where Tatum is kind of off, and you're like, okay, where's Tatum? Like, he has, like, 10 points, and you're like, uh, okay. And then, like, Brown steps up for him, and it's like, okay, so we got bailed out. And then there's games where Tatum's really good, and Brown's kind of eh. And you're like, oh, boy. Like, this is, like, it's in balance. But this year, especially after the All-Star game, it seems like they finally are having good nights together. And it's that's why we're winning. We're, they're, they're, them two are stars, and our amazing defense has really propelled us to. I mean, we were number one seed for a little. bit. The Celtics were number one seed for a little bit. Um, but Tatum last night, I mean, two nights ago, excuse me, forty six points. It's a signature game, and they dunked over Giannis. You know, he took over when when Tatum's confident. He's stroking the ball well, making good shots, making good threes. I mean, he's. Not unstoppable, but he's he's deadly. There's no question about that. I mean, he can make every shot, uh, you know, step back three, uh, fade away. He can make jumpers. He can get in the paint and bully a smaller guard or forward. I mean, he can do it all. So Tatum's a very exciting player, and I love I love Jason Tatum. I love watching him. Um, but it's just when he's having the cold nights, and he gets 12 points, and you're like, where is Tatum? And that's where the Celtics struggle a lot. Um, so today, it's really good. I think Tatum is a huge factor. Tatum's hot. I mean, you've seen when, when Tatum's hot and things are rolling, we, we beat the Bucks by, what, 9, 10? It, I mean, we can handle the Bucks. The Celtics can handle the Bucks when our players are, like, our Tatum and Brown are actually at their best. When they're at their best, we're, we're going to beat the Bucks. It's when we're not, we're struggling, and... Giannis is coming in and blowing up the interior, then it's like, okay, then we're struggling. But I, I think the Celtics are going to pull it off. I think Tatum's going to have a good game, drop 30. Uh, Brown's going to always drop like 20. 
Uh, just good complimentary pieces. You get Smart coming in, gave like 10 or 12. And Al Horford has to have a big game. Hopefully it's a good shooting night. Uh, you know, just just have Derek White solid off the bench. You know, we have, we have decent depth uh, for the Celtics. And uh, Derek White was a huge uh, addition. Uh, but I just don't I just don't see the Bucks pointing off. Uh, you know, you, you lose Middleton, which is huge. Um, and uh, to be honest, I feel like the Celtics should have won the series already. Um, but, you know, just losing Middleton is huge. Uh, for the series for the Bucks, but I just I just think the Celtics won it more. I mean, the Celtics last few years have been eliminated in the second round, um, very disappointing opening rounds, and you know it's just about time that the Celtics piece it together. I mean, the beginning of this season, you're like, whoa, this Celtics team is not good. They are discombobulated. They're not gelled. They're not playing well together. And then just after the All Star break, they figured it out and they clicked and they were hot. And, you know, coming in and they take care of business to this point, swept the Nets. And I feel like they're going to take care of business again. But, again, I think it just relies on uh, Tatum. Tatum needs to be there. He needs to come in and dominate like you know he can. He needs to play, uh, you know, good defense, and he needs to just shoot out, lights out. I mean, he averaged 27 points per game this year, 45% from the field, and, you know, 35% from the three-point line. I mean, he's been really good this year. But he just needs to take it another notch uh, for the playoffs, and he has. And he just needs to continue doing his thing. And he's going to be a really, really important key for the Celtics tonight. So we're going to see what he can bring tonight, and hopefully the Celtics can beat the Bucks, uh tonight and uh, keep the Greek freak contained. If we can keep the, the Celtics can keep the Greek freak contained, not let him get open, not let him just bully us in the paint, uh, and that's going to be up to Williams and uh, Horford. Uh, they're going to be fine. I think that if they can shut down or at least contain Giannis, they'll be fine, uh, and they can notch out a win. And if they win, that's amazing. And then we'll see Heat, and I think the Celtics can handle the Heat, and maybe the Celtics can be back in a championship uh, contending series since 2008. So it's been a long time. So hopefully the Celtics can go back to their glory days and start dominating again. But like I said earlier, the Warriors, obviously, they eliminated the uh, Grizzlies. Grizzlies didn't have Jaw, um, so that kind of hurt them a lot. But Jaw just averaging 27 points per game. I mean, he was insane this year. Uh, you know, just dropped, had a lot of crazy games, a lot of crazy dunks, was huge. And I think that's pivotal reason why the Grizzlies ended up losing that game, unfortunately, in that series. Um, but I just give a lot of credit to that team. They're very young, not as uh, matured and veteran. Uh, as many veterans as the Warriors. The Warriors are very polished. They've been winning for, what, since 2014-15. Um, so, got to give a lot of credit to Memphis. That was a surprise team. Uh, came in, dominated this year. Uh, Jaw was a huge part of that. Came in with, not, I don't think, high expectations really at all. And they over-delivered some. Very, very, um, very surprised by the Grizzlies and very... Um, in awe of the Grizzlies because I didn't I just didn't expect them to be as good they were and came in and absolutely dominated. So happy for them. Uh, Mavericks, again, just holding on. Just We'll see what they bring tonight, but I just don't think they're going to be able to overcome Phoenix's depth and uh, veteran leaders and talent. I just think there's a talent gap. Um, and the Celtics just take care of business today and they'll, they'll do their thing and they can hopefully win the series, guys. 
that was just my little brief uh, recap of a couple of the series are going on. The uh, the playoffs are getting closer and a couple more weeks, and you'll have a champion. Um, so it's really exciting, and it's an exciting time if you're a basketball fan. And if you're not, just um, sometimes just turn on the game and just see the admire the athletes and the talent that they're. It's really incredible to watch. Um, so, yeah, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning into the G Show. I hope to make an episode soon. We'll see. Um, I think I will. I definitely will in the next couple of days. Uh, God knows what, but I will definitely make something soon. But, yeah, guys, thank you guys so much for tuning into the G Show. I'm your host, Garrett, and until next time. I'll catch you later.